Hello, everyone. Welcome People to the internet. The internet. <laughs> Welcome to the internet, people of the internet. Welcome to the internet, people of the internet. My name is Isaiah. My name is Matt, and you're listening to the Modly Ignorant Podcast, episode 53. Hell yeah. Thank it's you. Isaiah to went off script. Everyone who tuned in last week for our big one year special. Thank you, everyone, for submitting your questions and topics. Hell yeah. And we're back on our way to episode <laughs> back 100. to our regularly unscheduled bullshit because <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today topics um hey man hey man i'm busy you know life's busy right now i don't have time for topics okay we're just also gonna... everything is just kind of annoying like nothing interesting is happening i feel no we're kind of in a lull right now you're right kind of yeah. in a lull but we we can talk about random shit yeah. Uh, Halloween's coming up. Matt's whole personality is going to be uh, coming out here. Yeah, I've had a couple uh, PSLs. That's exciting. What? What is that? Pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, I heard get ESL. It, get it together. I've had a couple English as a second language. <laughs> yeah, so I was so get confused. Get it together. I didn't even hear the P there at all. At all. I just heard E. Oh, okay. I heard the P. I always hear that P. Did you ever think of French class? Uh, High school, Matt? Were you in French um, version or like French, whatever the other one is? Core French not, or whatever? Fuck no. Uh, but we needed to take French in grade 9 and 10. Does that make you want to kill yourself? Is that what your depression stuff? Oh, yeah. I was so bad at it. And, like, <laughs> the, All these Frenchies. The teacher was like so passive aggressive too. Like we fucking straight up hated each other. But we were person. so like, we were so pleasant to each other. No, like most French people are like, really abrasive and like if they don't like something they'll let you know yeah they're very vocal i think maybe (laughs) she just wasn't like that because she was a teacher right (laughs) outright tell you i fucking hate you as a student (laughs) Um, yeah she really liked my girlfriend though this was back when uh matt was still in the closet i mean it was oh i don't really want to get into it on the podcast yeah I was finding myself. Let's like let's put it that way. That when Matt was labeling himself as straight. Actually, I was labeling myself as, oh my god, like love who you love. Like anybody can just love anybody. You literally went for that phase. Oh my god. <laughs> the I, denial I like phase. No, it's more so like a hippie phase. Well, it was <laughs> like masking the fact that I was a straight up homo. <laughs> but it was like I don't. I still do firmly believe that like anybody can love anybody but it's just like yeah no you definitely skew towards like your preferences <laughs> Hmm. and you can't love everybody well you can no but, but like you could i i think you, like if you spent enough time with someone you could like fall in love with them like it doesn't matter i don't think like gender or sexual well like, <gasps> but matt uh, what's gonna happen to all the labels I mean, people can have, like, preferences, obviously, but oh. I also just firmly believe that, like... I don't you want to bring up that guy again? You can I know you hate him. with anyone. Talking about gays? what guy? Uh, Harry Styles. All the uh, drama that happened this last few days with this boy. I keep seeing it on TikTok, and <laughs> it's getting to the point where I'm just, like, swiping. I'm not even listening anymore. Then so there was... There's, like, a whole timeline to it. There's this movie called, like, Hello, Darling. 
Okay, no, no, no. Before this, see, I don't even. There's, it's just so dramatic. All I saw is him spitting on Chris Pine and smacking lips with some other dude. Chris Pine. He didn't spit on Chris Pine. He fucking made out with him. No, no, he he spit on Chris Pine. That is a real thing. He didn't spit on Chris Pine. That is not a real thing. Yes, it is. He went on to kiss Chris Pine, but he didn't. No, there's legit. There's legit a it's video. Not, it's not fucking real. No. And it's not Chris Pine. It's Chris Pine was in a brown suit. He, he just ripped smack lips with a guy in a blue suit with brown hair, not he, blonde. Chris Wait. Pine has long fucking hair. And exactly. And like dirty blonde. Dirty blonde. Exactly. He smacked lips with a guy with brown hair and, and a blue suit. They which... literally fucking... You're getting this timeline all messed Harry up, man. Harry Styles. I don't I even fucking listen to video. this stuff. I have the video. I have the video. Nick Kroll. Nick Harry Kroll. Styles Nick is Kroll. The I one. found it. Oh, okay. You're right. I'm Nick wrong. Nick Kroll. Yeah, you're yes. wrong. Go outside. Touch grass. You're done. Canceled. <laughs> See, I'm Help not even you. paying attention. <laughs> he throws a goat on him. Yeah, he smacks lips with Nick Kroll. It's a very weird kiss, to be honest. Um, I don't know if they're dating. Who knows? They're not dating. Is he straight? I don't know who Nick Kroll is, anyways. Um, He's the one who does the voices. Um, like Big Mouth. Okay, I hit him. <laughs> <laughs> he's done Big Mouth. He's like I know him from Publicity, which is just like a skit on like the yeah. Nick Kroll show. He's a, a TV comedian. But then I was right again. He spits on fucking Nick Pine. Well, okay, that is rumor. not true. Chris Pine. Yes, the, 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 it's rumored. Like he's denying it, but like the video shows him like leaning down it's like yeah it's when he goes to sit down so he probably says something to him and then chris pine looks at him weird (laughs) but chris pine seemed like he didn't want to be there the whole fucking weekend man well that's because uh olivia wilde like directed this movie and harry styles and olivia wilde were in a relationship at one point like they were together and chris pine was sitting between them (laughs) i think that they're like no longer together because there was like drama on the set of this movie it's 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 who cares. <laughs> also, no, Harry Styles isn't gay. He's queer baiting. <laughs> <laughs> I got into an actual fight. Not an actual fight, but Liz and I got into, like, I had my opinions, and she was just, like, trying to understand what was going on, and it was, like, a heated moment. <laughs> um, do you think he's faking it? PR department. Faking he's, what? He's faking being gay. <laughs> okay, so he... He, what he, he, how do I even say this? He like declares himself as unlabeled because he has so many like queer fans and like actually his time in One Direction really like there was another bandmate, Louis, like people would ship them together and it like put a weird strain on their friendship or whatever. Hmm. This is One Direction lore. Never One Direction lore, yeah. This feels like fucking Tumblr again. But anyway, so people, Harry Styles is, is taken as this like queer icon, but he hasn't done or said anything to actually like come out and, you know, like say he's proud of being queer. Like he just, he goes by unlabeled. So you have all of his fans being like, oh my God, like queer icon. And he like, he dresses so queer and he, he's like, everybody thinks he's queer, but like, he hasn't said or done anything to like what's the word I'm looking for? We've talked about it on the pod pa- podcast before about um like if you're going to stand up for something, like stand in it fully. Like if you're going to be a queer icon for these queer people, at least fucking come out and say like, "Hey, 
yes, I am part of the community, and I would that's the, that's not the to funny elaborate. But he's like he's said he's unlabeled, which is just like it, yes to to a certain extent. Sorry, let me get this point out, and then you can talk. Like to a certain extent, nobody owes an explanation of their sexuality. But if you're a celebrity and like queer people are putting you on this pedestal, you kind of owe them some sort of social responsibility to be like, yeah, I'm part of the community and I support you, or I'm not part of the community and I support you, or like. But just saying this whole like unlabeled shit, it lets him get the benefits of being queer while not facing any of the repercussions. Okay, your turn. Sorry, I got what I wanted to say. I was just gonna say like the people assuming his sexuality based off the way he dresses and the way he behaves is very weird because that's the exact same shit that you see on Twitter that people are against. Exactly. Like, dress how you dress. Dress how you dress. Behave how you behave. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're gay. Like I mean, he can dress the way the fuck he wants. Doesn't mean he's gay. So people are assuming that he's gay just because he wears a weird fucking long collar shirt whatever the fuck he's wearing in this and like not video. only sorry but like <laughs> his queer outfits are literally so fucking ugly <laughs> like wear whatever you want I don't care but like really this is our queer icon he can't even come out and say he's queer and he looks like that cause like didn't, didn't Brad Pitt wear a dress like a few weeks ago are we gonna yeah. call him gay now cause he wore a dress like, I mean you you're again this is like gender sexuality has literally nothing to do with each other so like how you dress or how you present yourself has nothing to do with who you're attracted to but i don't know people are just up in a tizzy but it's just no i'm just saying the people on Twitter that say that are the ones that are being hypocrites and saying the opposite no exactly <laughs> but also um so there's movies coming out um where harry styles not this movie that um olivia uh, is it the same movie i don't even know I have not been paying attention to this like Olivia Wilde, Chris Pine, Harry Styles thing, but um, I don't have all this drama either. Uh, I just a couple of weeks ago, it came out that Harry Styles uh, plays a closeted gay man in this movie called My Policeman, and he basically came out and said that like he said something that offended a lot of the queer community. It was something along the lines of um, I can't find the quote because I didn't think we would be talking about it, um, but it was like we took we really wanted to like go for tenderness because a lot of like homosexual uh relationships on screen is like just about sex or something like that and like we just wanted to show the tenderness between these two men and it just like rubbed a lot of queer people the wrong way because here you have this like famous and I say this in quotes, like queer icon who can't even come out and say he's queer. Like now he's criticizing gay filmmakers. Whereas like for the longest time we couldn't even show like homosexuality in film and like, and on television. It's like, if you're not going to come out and say you're queer, you shut the fuck up. You don't, you don't have a platform. You don't have something to say. Like, like, who are you to criticize queer content and queer creators if you're not even, like, part of it, but you're playing a cl closeted queer character? I don't know. It's just a lot of people are upset because, you know, when it comes to queer issues, everyone just gets mad at everyone all the time. But it's just, like... It's my way or the highway. Well, not just that, but, like, I don't know. A lot of people get offended over the slightest things, and when it's something that, like, resonates with people as well as their, like, queer identity, it just... Everyone takes it personally. My offense is like you can't come out and say you're queer yet you're saying that like all these queer all this queer media is just like senseless fucking and has nothing to do with like 
actual queer love or anything. And so like, oh yeah, let's see this fucking unlabeled fucking as far as we know, heterosexual guy come and tell us what queer media should be, right? Like, I can see where people are getting upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the drama. There's just so much drama on Harry Styles lately. Good, good publicity. <laughs> no wonder he's not coming out as queer, man. <laughs> he's got the I, whole fucking drama around him. No, exactly. It's just like... Like, what happened to the other four One Direction guys? They're off the face of the earth. This guy is out here getting everything. They're still making music. They're just, like, chill. Um, not all of them. Are they yeah. all of them? Well, not yeah. all of them made them. Not all of them are big, though. No, like, like I think Harry Styles and like uh, the blonde. Zane was Zane was big for a while. Yeah, he was big for a while. The other and two, then, yeah, fuck Niall out, still makes music, but he just he plays golf a lot. <laughs> like that's what he does. He's just enjoying like his like fame and money from fucking One Direction. He's apparently his the album that he came up with, like after they broke up, was really good. Like a lot of the One Direction fans really liked it. Um. One of them, though, Liam, kind of, like, has put his foot in his mouth a couple times and doubled down on it, saying that, like, One Direction was formed around him. And, like, he, during one of their tours, um, he almost got into a fight with one of the other bandmates. Because, like, it, it's came to light now that even though they, wait, like, broke up, like, what, 10 years ago or some shit? That, like... Um, they were like they never really got along when they were on tours and stuff like that. And they well, no, they were, they were fucking backstage. throwing together a team, man. They weren't yeah a group from the start, so that was expected. Okay, what the fuck? But Liam funny. gets almost a billion view, a billion. Okay, because it's, there was drama lately. Yeah, he has had six hundred million listeners on fucking what's his face on Spotify. Oh yeah, he keeps running in mouth, his mouth saying like he's the most successful one of them all but like it's it's harry styles literally everyone knows that louis has 4.2 and uh, niall <laughs> what is he at we should have had liz on this fucking episode <laughs> fill us in Ooh, niall's at 14 million and then harry styles probably doubles that because niall's like a step down from harry what's zane at zane's at 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 oh 20 million excuse me yeah. Never mind. Okay, and then Harry Styles is probably like somewhere way past that point. Check it. I want to see. Uh, Harry it, Styles. I know it's an absurd number. Harry Styles. 70 million. Okay, I was... He's triples, basically. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, as of right now, Harry's kind of the only one who is currently relevant. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Good for him. He's being finding ways to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. By queer baby. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like he is it like is it queer baiting if he just like considers himself unlabeled and like refuses to talk about his sexuality? Like, like on one hand, I'm like good for you, but on the other hand, it's like you have a lot of queer people who look up to you and like are painting you in this light that like presents you as like a queer artist and a queer, you know what I mean? Like a queer icon. See, that's on them though. That's, that's where my opinion comes from is, yeah. is like, that's the fans that are making a nim- an image of Harry that is not him. Yeah. So that, the, oh, yeah. that, that's more on them than it is on him. If he wants to be on label, that's 
no one else can dictate what he should label himself as, right? Exactly. I mean, is he baiting himself? Maybe like maybe he's just using the word the word on label because he knows it riles feathers. Maybe he does identify deep down as something else. Who knows? But yeah, if he truly thinks he's unlabeled, then good for him, I guess. But you know, people can't get mad at that. That's yeah. just hypocritical. But also now, like now he's acting as a like closeted gay man like does he have the right to openly criticize like queer media that came before and like i think people are still people are allowed to get upset by like what he said uh well you get upset about everything yeah true um i want to bring up the quote because i Fuck it. I'm not going to find it. The internet moves so quick, you know? <laughs> Here we go. We found an article. Harry Styles. <laughs> I, I keep wanting to say Harry Potter. I'm surprised <laughs> I haven't yet. Potter. Harry Styles under fire for his comments about gay sex scenes. Um, so he said... So much of gay sex, and this is this is quote, so much of gay sex in film is two guys going at it, and it kind of removes the tenderness from it. And then somebody, quote, tweeted that, saying, there's something about this kind of statement that is so deeply arrogant and homophobic, uh, trying to front like it's somehow about respect for gay love while playing the heterosexist tendency to cast gay sex as dirty. This man is so exhausting. <laughs> and he said also... Uh, there will be, I would imagine, some people who won't watch it who are very much alive during this time when it was illegal to be gay and the director wanted to show that it's tender and loving and sensitive. And this is about the movie My Policeman that he's going to be in. So a lot of people were upset because <laughs> they were making jokes. They're like Harry Styles when he finds out that being queer isn't just wearing ugly-ass outfits and painting your nails and waving the LGBT flag. <laughs> He's queer baiting so much that he forgot queer is about sexual attraction and not nail polish and ugly sweaters. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's weird that people have that. Like you say that and then at the same time, like I mentioned earlier, there's people calling him the opposite, calling him gay because of what he wears. Yeah. So you have that duality going on of people saying, oh, you can't be gay just because of the way you dress. And I was well, like, it's funny. Oh, you cause... are gay because the way you dress. <laughs> and i'm using the left and the right very loosely here but like the right is gonna see anything that deviates from the norm as queer and then the left is gonna say like no that's not queer enough like you know what i mean (laughs) no but these people are legit left i'm guarantee you the people on twitter bitching saying he's oh he's just a closeted gay he's hiding the fact that he's gay look at the way he dresses are just twitter people on twitter that on any other thread, they would get mad at people for assuming other people's sexuality based on the way they dress. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough. 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 Enough with these clowns. Let's talk about some other clowns. Brendan Fraser, except he's the best clown around. And by a clown, gonna... I mean okay. not a clown at all. He's Hollywood sweetheart. Hollywood sweetheart is back. What's the What's the name of the movie? There the was a. Um, Oil? The whale. The whale. Yeah, the whale. So Brendan Fraser's back um, after Warner Brothers put the kibosh on Batgirl. We're not seeing him in Batgirl. But it's fine. He's back again with the whale. Uh, his first movie back in over like 
15 years now in the business. Yeah. Uh, after, last movie was after his like nasty fallout. Yeah, getting blacklisted from Hollywood because he called out someone for being a little pedophile. Yeah. Then his ex-wife fucking sucking him dry in alimony for every single dollar that he has. Yeah. And now he's back from the grave. The Hollywood grave. <sighs> and people are loving it. I mean, the movie's not even out yet. And it's already 100% on every single <laughs> IGN wow. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Actually, when, when are we... When are we going to, like, stop listening to what film critics have to say? Well, the film critics are actually all saying it's really good. Minus this one. Oh, wait, two. Two comments here that are bad about critics. Two. Three. Oh, three. Wow. Edgy. Four. Out of the 32 critics' reviews thus far, there's four on Rotten Tomatoes that are bad. Calling the movie poopy. But yeah, just, like... Brendan Fraser plays like a 600 pound guy in this movie, so heavy CGI or like, I don't know. I, I special mean, effects. Yeah, special effects. Yeah. Um, and it's all, it's like a, it's like a drama movie, like sad, supposed to make you cry kind of thing about reconnecting with your daughter and whatever. Blah, oh, blah, blah, blah. it's a Darren Aronofsky movie. Yeah. Okay. The guy that made The Wrestler, basically. Yeah, that's what he's known for. <laughs> hey. Sorry, I just I just know him from Black Swan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he made Requiem for a Dream too. Okay, so the okay, yeah, it, you, it's, you know where it's they're all going coming together. Yeah. This makes pl- this makes sense now. You know where he's going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's gonna be that kind of movie. Um, Have you ever seen that movie, Requiem for a Dream? No. It is really fucked up. Um really fucked up i like i went on a date with this guy once and i was like trying to be cute i like stayed the night at his place and i was like uh like let's do something cute and fun like show me like let's watch your favorite movie and we watched requiem for a dream and it's basically about like these four people who become like addicted to drugs and like well one of them is addicted to like i think it's like painkillers to the point of like she becomes psychotic and she needs to go to rehab one of them gets sold into like um like sex slavery what is that called like human trafficking it's like it's really messed up it's a darren aronofsky movie like that's what you can kind of expect from it it's just like really messed up anyway it was the worst fucking date ever i was like why did you want to watch this movie this is your favorite (laughs) movie and like this is the movie like this is the movie that you chose (laughs) that like somebody was trying to be cute and this is the movie you picked like how did you think this was was gonna go yeah anyway there there was not a second date not all his movies are fucked up like that i mean they're all very like they're supposed to all be like sad and emotional stuff like that but yeah like the one the whale is all about like i said a fat teacher that tries to reconnect with his estranged daughter for one last chance at redemption that's the, mm-hmm. the tagline for this movie so it's just gonna be a little mom movie that i'll put on for my mommy and my mommy will love it yeah. and cry and life moves on but i'm glad he's back uh let's talk yeah. about the hot topic that matt has a hot take about that i want to expose on the podcast 
what the like six minute standing ovation yeah so the they had like a screening for all the celebrities whatever for this movie because yeah. it's like a fancy movie that goes to the festival film whatever. festival yeah whatever yeah. uh he, the movie played and he got a six minute standing ovation and uh his little reaction was kind of cute he, he bowed he cried he the little leg, leg i mean kick, a shy little leg kick He's had enough fucking time to do anything. A six-minute standing ovation is a little much. It's giving, like, people clapping when the airplane lands. Like, (laughs) it's too much. Was there even, like, a person of color in that, like, in that Yes, there was. There's legit. I'm I'm making a joke because it's a very white people thing. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I get it. I'm glad he's back. He's a great actor, but six minutes. Have you... Have you stood and clapped for six minutes? Just think about that for a second. I would then clap for six minutes for Brendan Fraser. Would you? Do it right now. Okay. <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd do it right now. I mean, I don't I mean, believe you. I think he deserves it, though, in a way. At least, like, a grandiose, like, kind of I mean, ovation for what he, he went through. Like, fucking put on one hell of a show for this movie. <laughs> I don't know. There are people, especially in Hollywood, with like fucked up stories. You, you don't. This is his, his... get a celebration just because you overcame like. Yes, you traumatic do. Traumatic events. Not, not in the real world. <laughs> yes, you do. No. I, don't, I don't understand what you mean, but that's completely false. But anyways, uh. I think he deserved it. I mean, especially like his story is probably the most fucked up in Hollywood in the last 20 years. Like, I mean, that's public. Yeah, that's public. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, what about all the people who basically went through what he did, but were silenced? Like, I, I don't know. I like, I get it. I'm, I am. Don't get me wrong. Like, I am happy for him. I'm glad he's m- See, been, been able I think... to make a comeback and is successful. But I just like. I don't know. It's. I'm not going to call you like out specifically, much. but people that have your kind of opinion would probably flip shit if this was like a woman or someone of color. I think it just. It's because it's Brendan Fraser. <laughs> what does that mean? What do you mean? Because he's a, he's a guy, so like. Uh, you, you care less because he's a guy, right? It's well, not you. It's I'm not just saying I, you broad yeah. sense. No, no, like, no. He's a guy, so we're just supposed to assume that always just tough guy you know just get over no, it and move on I, no 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 not even like i am dep- definitely sympathetic that like what he went through was really fucked up but at the same time like it just feels weird that i don't want to say we're celebrating it because we're not i know that we're not celebrating it but like well they're just celebrating his comeback to the industry yeah exactly after being gone it, for so long it's fucked up that he went through that and like nothing happened nobody was held responsible like you know what i mean like i like yes be happy for the guy be glad he's back but also like we're sitting from we're sitting in 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 a what am i trying to say like in an industry where that shit happens all the time and there are so many people who aren't like him and it's like like, yeah we're cheering for him it's great a comeback story is awesome it's amazing but like why are we continuing to let the industry be like that in the first place? It should have never happened in the first place. And like, there are so many, there are countless stories about like 
things going on in the entertainment industry of people getting abused, like sexual assault, sexual harassment, and who don't get a comeback. Like it's, it's gross. I'm, I am glad for the guy, but I'm more so just like, it feels like, why are we cheering for this when there's still a fucking issue at hand? Like, yay, one slipped through the cracks and made it out. And he's like, you know, on the road to like be, better again but it's like this is still really fucked up this is like does anybody else see that like how like incredibly fucked up the industry yeah is? but i don't get that why something you can't like that can even happen in the first place i don't get why you 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 believe we can't celebrate this win it's like the, it's like when i made fun of you the other day because you wanted to celebrate the end of my like work term or whatever it's like it's a small victory in the grand scheme of things but we should still celebrate it kind of thing i agree with you so i mean he i think he's I mean, six-minute ovation is the least you can do. I mean, <laughs> you just clap for 30 seconds, whatever, just clapping, right? It's not like it's a monetary thing or, like, but, like it's just a sentimental thing. There should be a thing. monetary thing. Why, like... Well, I mean, I, I, his career's back. That's the monetary thing. For him. I mean, I don't know like, I don't know what the behind-the-scenes is for this, because, like, he got blacklisted no, for so long, and now all, all of a sudden he's back. Like, what happened yeah. to the guy that blacklisted him? I don't know. Like, yeah. is he retired? Is he dead? Is he... <laughs> I don't know. Because maybe that something did happen behind the scenes that we're unaware of that allowed but him I mean, to come like, back to Hollywood because he was blacklisted altogether, like a hundred percent. But that, I, I don't, I don't think that's a thing. Like I know to a certain extent, yes. Like if I don't know, if you're like a shitty person in general, you'll be blacklisted. But like for something like that, I feel like there's always going to be someone who would be willing to work with you. Like especially if somebody like for what happened to him like yes I, I, there were oh, i feel like there would always be sympathetic people so it it's like i am glad that he managed to like get because i i remember reading about when uh before batgirl like when he like was saying that he wanted to come back and like he may be on these projects that like um he was excited to come back but there was a long time where like he didn't even want to act and didn't want to like like he was depressed obviously and i think i think suicidal at points so like i'm very glad that like he's managed to turn all that around and come back but i just it's still just something about this makes me feel uncomfortable and but i'm glad for him mm, well i guess i mean I don't know. I don't think there's anything uncomfortable about this. It's just... But I, I just feel like people are gonna be like, "Oh, yay! Brandon Fraser's back!" Like, clap, cheer, standing ovation. See the movie he's in. But it's just like, does anybody else see what he went through? Why is that still a thing? Like, why? <laughs> like, that's really fucked up, and we should kind of be working to stop that. Well, we are. It just doesn't. It's not an issue that gets solved overnight. I but don't... are we though? Like. I, I haven't heard anyone say anything, anyone openly campaigning. Well, there was the Me Too movement for a while. That wasn't... That was a fucking social movement. That like started in cinema, no, with the whole fucking... Yeah, but it started Harley with Weinstein thing. Abuse, abuse victims like speaking up, but nobody has come in support of these people, right? Like, yes, there, there's a difference between coming forward and say, hey, I, like, I experienced sexual assault and, like, this is my story and going through this. But, like, 
I still haven't heard a single story about anybody facing the repercussions of these actions. Uh, Weinstein? Like, okay, yes. yes. <laughs> he's, he's in Th- prison now. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, but there's still, like, didn't he have a fucking list of people? Where are they? Like, yeah. where are their heads on pikes? I'm speaking not literally. <laughs> no, I guess not really cinema example or film industry example, but uh, the guy that click-clacked himself in the cell, whatever his name is. Uh, the child trafficker. Yeah. Uh, Jeff. Is it Jeff? Uh, Fuck, whatever his name is. Epstein. There you go. I found him. Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Epstein yeah. Yes. That dude. And it's just like, why? This might sound a little like sadistic, but like, where are more stories like that? Like, because yeah. you know it's not just one person. Like, it's not just Harvey Weinstein or Jeffrey Epstein. Why? Why is it all these Jewish people? Uh, I think that another weird thing is like, you don't hear about it because the media just forgot about it. Like you said, the internet moves so fast that we don't care. And if we don't care, why wish, why should they care? Right? I don't know. Sex offenders, like pedophiles. I feel like that's kind of shocking enough to make the news, you know, but yeah, but I don't know. It's just, remember the media is the film industry too, at the same time. So yeah, it's hard to get your story out. And second of all, most people don't give a rat's ass about celebrities, right? Like, oh, you're already the top 1%. Why should we care, you know? Like, there's that whole mentality of, oh, yeah. you went through a little hardship, but you make a million dollars, fuck you, kind of mentality, right? Yeah. Where people just don't care because they're already made people. But <sighs> the way they became made is probably controversial. Yeah, well, I mean, that, like, it, people just be like, oh, well, they're a celebrity, who cares? But it's like... Look at people like Brandon Frazier. There's probably countless people who have gone through something similar and never came back to make it super famous, right? Yeah. Or like the, like Drew Barrymore is a good example of... I wonder... Because Terry Crews is a very, 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 very similar story, and he never yes. was black blacklisted out of Hollywood. I mean, he was never a big actor to begin with, but... I'm I'm just trying to figure out like why there was such a difference. I mean, I get Brendan Fraser had other personal things going on at the time too, like injuries, yeah. the wife divorce, and all that stuff. But Terry Crews never left Hollywood. I mean, I guess it's always different circumstances, but yeah, maybe the guy he called out actually got there was some sort of repercussions. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know where I'm trying to find this. Uh, personal life. Uh, I can't find anything quickly about it, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, like, maybe, maybe that whoever he called out actually got a little slap, a little spanking for what he did. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, da, 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 he came out with stories of sexual harassment. Uh, Chris revealed that the male Hollywood executive groped him at a party in 2016, but he did not report the incident in fear of retaliation. Later, it was revealed that it was Adam Vennett, head of the motion picture department of the talent company, William Morris Endeavor. Uh, he was named Silence Breaker of the Year by Time in 2017. Uh, the fucking company reportedly concluded an investigation that the incident was isolated. <laughs> he was demoted and returned to work after a one-month suspension. So there you go. You got this little slap on the wrist didn't really solve anything but you know you got a little one month suspension suspension would pay and got demoted yeah. 
just to probably enough get... to to clear the 15 minutes of fame and everyone moved on from <laughs> hell yeah brother because the internet can't stay on a topic for more than two minutes oh cruz literally said in an interview after he's like yes someone got a pass on that <laughs> well there you go and he, su- he's, he filed a lawsuit against the company uh some witnesses said that Venet just got intoxicated intoxicated and called it horseplay um right. sounds like blizzard <laughs> in 20 <laughs> in which March. hey we haven't heard from them in a while right yeah they're 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 staying quiet now uh march 2018 prosecutors decided not to charge any files against Venet. wow okay Oh, because the statute of limitations to prosecute Venet had expired. Oh, there you go. Because the incident happened in 2016 and Cruz didn't come out till 2017 with the story. So, too late. The law only applies within X amount of time. That's me making a joke about the law. No, I know. <laughs> it just makes me, like, it actually makes my blood boil. Because they can just do that. They can just stall cases or whatever, yeah. right? Like, if you rape someone after 365 days, it doesn't count anymore. No one reports it. Because that makes fucking sense. Yeah. <sighs> I'm getting heated. Just like, <laughs> Two bad let's... topics back to back. Pissing off yeah. Matt. Let's talk about a fun topic, Matt. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we can bring up multiverses. Yeah, that's a fun topic, kind of. Until we get upset. Yeah, um, we're gonna get. We're gonna go right down to the negative of this right away. <laughs> so, so lessons are last update on multiverses. We talk about multiverses every other episode in this show. Uh, Morty right. from Rick and Morty came out. Yeah, and then tomorrow, uh, what's his name? Gizmo, Gizmo from Gremlins, from Gremlins coming out, and then after that's going to be Rick, and then we'll have Stripe and Black Adam coming somewhat soon. Maybe, maybe if they don't intru- introduce new characters <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> so right into the negative, here we go. Uh, Multiverses marketing is fucking <laughs> whack. It is whack. Okay, it well, makes first, no sense. Let's back up a little bit and talk about Morty. So the fandom, the Multiverses fandom, is like. <sighs> They can't agree on anything. So, have you? You haven't even played Morty yet, have you? Since, since hell no, nah, man. <laughs> so he's played. classified as a bruiser, but nobody can decide if he's a bruiser or a mage or a support. Oh, Twitter basically. definitely decided he was a mage. Yeah, the guy did even the t- like poll. Yeah, even Tony did the poll. Yeah, and, and everyone went mage and went mage, even though he's like officially classified as a bruiser, which really like. I don't think the roles really fucking mean anything unless you're an no, assassin or a tank. It doesn't. Because, like, assassins take more damage. And I think tanks, I don't think it's written anywhere, but I think they take less damage or they have some sort of, like, They're heavier, I think. knockback reduction or something. Well, that's not even true because, like, the list of characters, like, Shaggy is, I think, one of the heavier characters. Like, Batman is one of the lightest characters. Well, Batman's an assassin, so that would make sense. But, um,. Your role actually has nothing to do with your like weight class, right? Uh, character weights. Let me bring that up. But anyway, so Morty has a couple moves that can like cleanse status effects or just like 
save your ally from death, which is a good move. So people are like, oh, he's a support. Most of his moves are like projectiles. So they're like, oh, he's a mage. He has a hammer, so he's a bruiser. <laughs> so yeah, Garnet and LeBron, their character weight is like 80. I don't know what the scale is. Like Iron Giant is the heaviest at 150, and then so far Arya is the lightest at 41. Um, Batman is 43, which puts him on the extremely light side. Uh, Garnet and LeBron are both at 80, which puts them on the like heavier side. So like the roles has nothing to do with the or their their weight has nothing to do with the roles that they play. Um But they can but definitely yeah, so take more damage before getting yeeted out of the map. Oh. You, well, yeah. Siren Giant can easily Tanks, get two hundred. Yeah. Before getting fucked. Well he's he's like it's uh, Iron Giant's one fifty. Excuse me. And then Superman is ninety three. And then Garnet, LeBron are 80, Shaggy 72. Most of the characters fall between like 50 to 69, which is um, going from top down. Jake is 69, Wonder Woman 65, Taz and Velma are 63, Bugs and Finn are 55, Rain Dog, Rick, and Steven are 50, and then Tom and Jerry are 45. Mm. But uh, so yeah, people can't decide what role he is. I think the role thing is stupid. Yeah, definitely. Just keep them like X, like keep the difficulty, right? Like Arya expert, Tom Iron and Jerry. Giant expert, Tom and yeah, Tom and Jerry expert, Marty like LeBron yeah. James. Every single new character basically is expert. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I mean, Rick doesn't based on the like minimal, like um, leaked footage he doesn't seem that complicated um yeah yeah uh, so yeah well, Gizmo, gizmo's coming out he's a support yeah well let's 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 let's, let's do the whole scheduling of this so <laughs> so the first person they announced was lebron lebron james out of like a games con i forgot which one e3 mm-hmm. fucking packs whatever i don't care uh he was announced first and at the same announcement they said that rick and morty was coming so we're like yes. cool so they they purposely announced later on to like a day or two later right that morty was coming out or was it the same day that they announced morty was uh, coming out first i, I forget I th- oh like they announced rick and morty and then said morty would be up first yeah yeah uh, that was like a few days after right yeah yeah so they said morty would come out first and then rick would be later on season one whatever and then out of nowhere uh tommy Black adam and tom tom thomas whatever the fuck his name is tony tony he goes on Twitter. He's like, "Oh, tune in tomorrow. The loading screen's gonna change, boys. Uh, you tune in, and oh my god, out of nowhere, it's Black Adam and Stripe saying that they're coming out soon. Okay, cool. So we can expect them to come out after Rick. Okay, and then yeah, a few so days based ago, on what they've announced so far. We've got LeBron, Rick, and Morty, but Morty's coming first, and then Rick was gonna come out like two weeks after that, apparently. But and then, then yeah, you assume Black, Black Adam, Adam and Stripe, Stripe would be next, and then out of nowhere, they just release their. <laughs> of a video package for gizmo from the same universe as stripe but different character Uh, oh yeah well okay well first like leakers found like files for um stripe and gizmo and like it was like character 36a and character 36b so it like looked like they were the same character so where people are like 
is Gizmo and Stripe like is it one character? Like they're both little. I don't know how it would work. They could like swap or something. Yeah, people were thinking it would be like the Pokemon trainer and uh Yeah. And Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, just swap out. But and no, then it yeah. was confirmed, yeah, that Gizmo is his own character and he would be coming first. <laughs> so now Rick's not coming out anytime soon. Black Adam and Stripe are still nowhere to be seen. Gizmo came in out of nowhere out of like on social media with like a release video. Like they they released yeah. it like everyone was expecting it to happen. Like they were just releasing like, oh yeah, we were we like you guys must have all been expecting Gizmo. No, we weren't. Not at all. <laughs> they just released the video out of nowhere. Well, it's funny because <laughs> on the website they announced like LeBron or like LeBron came out when Rick and Morty were announced. So Rick and Morty were added to the website. And then yeah, um Black Adam and Stripe were announced and they so Morty has an icon on the site and so does Rick. Stripe and Black Adam have like character slots, but they don't have any art to, like artwork. But then Gizmo is coming out tomorrow and he doesn't have anything on the official website. <laughs> so yeah. um who knows? It's Marketing weird. It's fun. Like, Tony said himself on social media that they'd rather not waste their time making fancy, like, marketing and, like, fancy, like, releases trailers and, like, trailers and stuff like, stuff like that. that. They'd rather focus on the game because they're a small crew, which yeah. makes sense. They want to give the best game possible, so they want to focus on just developing the characters as fast as possible to release yeah. more. I get that, but, like... <laughs> why do it in this like th- there's no order like what's going on yeah, it's like there's like literally no order they, they announced these two people and then out of nowhere this one comes in and, like splits them up and like splits their release dates and like s- squeezes right into the line of releases and then like black adam and stripe are just on a loading screen for no fucking reason it's yeah. weird it's like there's there's just disjoint and like it's all disjointed in the marketing department right now i don't know what they're doing yeah and then like gizmo was supposed to come out uh tuesday i think it's their weekly update yeah and they pushed that back and they pushed him back to thursday yeah it's just confusing nobody knows what's going on i mean that's and like that's fine i guess it's just whatever they're just trying to oh a couple days yeah yeah, they're just trying to figure ran into like last minute issues or something yeah that's fine that's to be expected like um, my biggest gripe is the order where they're announcing and releasing <laughs> these fucking things because they're like all over the place, and that's what they need yeah. to like work on. I mean, maybe they're maybe their mentality behind it was that they're just trying to add, like announce different characters in different ways, just so that people could find out in different ways. Like you know, yeah, Rick Morty, LeBron were announced at a GamesCon. Black Adam and Stripe were announced like on the loading screen for people that play the game. And the people yeah. that follow on social media get their own little announcement of Gizmo. I, I mean, maybe that's what they were going for, but it just feels weird because, like, Gizmo's releasing before Rick, which, which was announced, like, way before Gizmo. So why is he coming in out of nowhere, you know? And, like, the the, the official main site isn't being updated. <laughs> yeah. Rick's there, but not Gizmo. <laughs> or Stripe or Black Adam. Like, they, they have placeholders. Yeah, they, they have placeholders. Have yeah, they have no art for them yet. Yeah. I mean, maybe the Black Adam thing was like a contractual thing because I'm assuming it, pro- it definitely has to do with the Black Adam movie coming out. I, I think so, yeah. It's probably like a contractual thing where they had to announce it X amount of time earlier. But that movie comes out in October, I think now, or I don't know, they might have pushed it. Warner Brothers is fucking, fucking up the whole schedule right now. I don't know what, when that movie's coming out, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't drop Black Adam until that movie comes out. Yeah. Well, when is is Rick and Morty out season six? Uh, maybe. Rick and Morty. 
Season six started starts on the fourth. It's already already started. Yep. It already started. August or September. September September fourth. Yeah. So I mean, at least they released Morty relatively close to like the release date of season six of Rick and Morty. Like that. Yeah. Kind of makes sense, and I know that like Gremlins two or there's a Gremlins remake. I think. Hello. Gremlins cartoon. Gremlins three is coming, 3 out, is coming in 2023. out in twenty twenty three. Yeah. It, oh, is that Secrets of the Mogwai that you're looking at? No, just Gremlins three, the movie. Oh. Coming okay, out twenty twenty three. There's also an animated series coming out. So. Uh, do, have you ever seen the Gremlins? Like Gremlins movie? A long time ago, obviously, but. It's fucking terrifying, dude. It was like, <laughs> well, it's because it was like marketed as this like family Christmas movie or whatever. Um, and like, just look at Gizmo. He's the cutest thing you've ever fucking seen. But like, they, they're straight up horror movies. Like, um, I think, I think someone gets burned alive in the first one. And there's definitely like multiple deaths in the second one. They take over like a TV studio and it's really funny. Like one of them gets like killed in a blender. Like it's fucking terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. I remember that. I remember some of those scenes. The second one was even like even more terrifying than the first one yeah one of them like becomes electric like and then it like i think it blows up or something like it's terrifying and like they they were marketed as like kids movies but they were definitely horror movies (sighs) video games i mean you haven't even played multiverses because we've been (laughs) finishing spider-man which is a beautiful game, by the way, an amazing it's, game. I think we talked honestly, about it on the pod. We, yeah, we've, we've talked about it already. But it's I still think, even with the DLCs, it's probably... Do I give it a 10 out of 10? Hell what you, what yeah. Would you, what would you rate it, for real? 9 out of 10. What's what's the one thing that you didn't appreciate? Like, I think... What's holding it back? I think the DLC falls back, falls off a little bit, and... There's definitely some bugs and shit, but I don't know if that's due to the remaster or just shit they haven't fixed since the fucking start of the game. Yeah. Um, Do, does that subtract? Does like things that are outside of the games? I guess you buy something you expect it to run properly. That's not outside of the fucking game's control. <laughs> it's the, like bugs and stuff. I had like a literal like game breaking bug, but then like, <laughs> I just I patched it. And, and it was fine. I definitely include that in the store because that's the product, right? You're reviewing, so they released a hunk of junk. It's a hunk of junk, but they didn't. It's good. Yeah. So I'm hoping they get Miles Morales ported over soon, so I can play that. And then yeah. Spider-Man Two finally coming out, but it's gonna be a PS5 exclusive, so we're not gonna be able to play it. But no, yeah. Do I drop money on a PS5 just to play Spider-Man before you? No, I'm kidding. Do it and then just return the PS5 after <laughs> within 30 um, days. Why don't I just give it to you? So I can play it after. <laughs> and then I'll return. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as you both beat the game in 30 days, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, apparently it's going to be like Venom and Kraven are going to be the two big bad guys in this second game. Yeah. So I am um, spoilers because talking about venom is and like ending spoilers of the first game even though the game came out like what 2014 yeah yeah so i don't know what they're gonna do having harry as venom 
Harry Styles is Venom, and he spits on people and calls them gay. <laughs> Who was the bad guy in Miles Morales? I forget. Was it Mysterio? I'm surprised they haven't. I don't know. They haven't done Mysterio in the video game yet. Because they did all the classic. They, they they had like Vulture, fucking, uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Scorpion, El Scorpion, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the real El Scorpion. Uh oh, they haven't done Green Goblin either. That's another big Spider-Man boy they haven't done. Well, um, did but they haven't done they haven't done Green Goblin in like years in any Spider-Man since the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like any kind of Spider-Man media besides the comic books, yeah. But yeah, Green, Go- um, Green Goblin, Venom, Craven, and I mean Juggernaut's more of a X-Men bad guy, but he also is often in the Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. But yeah, Craven, Venom, and Mysterio are the big three that they haven't done yet, unless Mysterio's and Miles Morales. I don't know, but those are like the three big. Unless you want to throw Hobgoblin in there, but Hobgoblin's basically just Green Goblin. What? What the fuck is a hobgoblin? You don't know who hobgoblin is from Spider-Man? No. I was never into Spider-Man. He's just green goblin with a cape. He's just... like green goblin, but hob and not green. <laughs> Literally, there's no difference. <laughs> Look up green goblin and compare the hobgoblin. It's the same thing. Alright, green, green goblin versus hobgoblin. <laughs> Let's look it up. I'm looking up the plot. I want to see the characters of fucking Miles Morales. Rhino's back. Kingpin's back. So the actual... Jameson is back. Not Like, the actual lore reason for why Hobgoblin was created was because the writers killed off Green Goblin in the comic books and they didn't want to bring him back to life, so they just made another character that was like, <laughs> like Green the, Goblin. Another Goblin? <laughs> That is so funny. It's he's the same thing. He just throws bombs and he flies around his little stupid little red drone thing. Yeah. Uh okay, so I think the prowler is in it. Which is good. They went with um I mean, I know he was he was in into the Spider-Verse, but I think the prowler is like Miles Morales is like I don't want to say nemesis, but like his key villain, right? Who? What? Wait, what? What? Prowler. He's not a big. It's his uncle. Yeah. It's emotional. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, like the main, the main rogue gallery was like yeah, Chameleon, Vulture, Doc Ock, Sandman, Electro, Mysterio, Green Goblin, Craven, Scorpion, Rhino, Shocker, yeah, Kingpin. Well, she was in the game. True, at the start of the game. Yeah. Morbius. Hammerhead. Morbius. Hammerhead was also in there, yeah. Jackal. Black Cat also was in there. Hydro Man. I deadass never heard of Hammerhead. And the story was like... It was like out of a comic... Like, it was a comic book. So I was like, yeah, I, I can go with this. But like, I don't know. The DLC seemed a little bit stretched in terms of Hammerhead. Yeah, he's not an interesting villain. He's just a normal dude with no, a forehead. Exactly. Hob- normal dude with a forehead. Hobgoblin, <laughs> Tombstone, Venom, Carnage. That's a... He'd be cool. Tombstone was in the game. Yeah, Tombstone was in the game too. It'd be cool if they had Carnage and Venom in the same game. People would be confused. <laughs> too complicated. Is this the same Venom and Carnage from the movie? <laughs> Where's his red car? 
Oh, Screwball is in the foes of lesser renown. Of course. <laughs> Fucking Screwball. Our stupid challenges. Hell yeah. Photobomb. <laughs> Literally the most painful thing I've ever done in my life. So, so for those who aren't aware, in Spider-Man, there's like challenges where it's just like uh, destroy these things, but you have to follow a specific path. And then they add it with Screwball. They added in this mechanic where you have to like, it's basically like a quick time event where you have to do something specific and then press a button at the right moment. And it's just like, it seems like the challenges scaled a lot high, like harder compared to everything else in the game like the, some of the some only some of the screwball challenges were like extremely difficult mm-hmm. yeah but the game was fun i liked it i'm excited yeah. for whenever miles morales gets it <laughs> like looking back it was like yeah this is just like a series of like like not mini games but like challenges like little just like go here and do this but they did it in such a way that like there were hundreds of collectibles but i didn't once feel like it was a slag to get through like everything was fun to do except the crimes i added the crimes that's another reason why i'm bringing it down to a nine okay that's fair because like, i like you could kind of once you realize how the system of the game works you could like force them to spawn how just go to like so if, if you've got like three out of five in one area and like three out of five in like the next closest area if you just like zigzag between like the lines of like where those two areas cross like central park and the place right east of it if you just keep going like back and forth you'll force a spawn of a crime why is it well only three plus like how the fuck did you figure that out well uh, that's just like an example like if you've got like if you need three in one area and two you could just swing back and forth between those two areas and then like whenever you cross over the threshold from one area to another it'll force a crime to spawn hmm i should probably do that then because i've just been wiping around until one spawns and they spawn like every <laughs> minute or so every couple minutes yeah they also like it's really weird if you're like in the middle of a phone call they won't spawn so like yeah true i've noticed that so i just stop yeah part of the main story or a J. Jonah jameson podcast yeah J. Jonah jameson's mildly ignorant podcast yeah. So we, should we should we viewer listener question yeah. now? Listener viewer question. Listener viewer question. How many do we have left? Uh, I'm so sleepy. Where were we? There's really just the top five left to do. We did this one. We did like yeah, yeah. <sighs> we did. Did we do this one? Let's do a hot. Yeah, we did. Let's do. Let's do a hot topic. Do you place any value in gender roles? Hot topic question. It's funny. I saw a TikTok about this. Um, it was like some like right wing guy, like asking just like some normal guy. He's like, so what? Like, what roles do like do you do you do and your your wife do? And the guy was like, what? <laughs> And he's like, well, like, what roles, like, does your wife have in the house? Like, who makes dinner? And the guy was like, well, I mean, like, if I'm home and I'm not busy, I'll make dinner. Or if my, like, if my wife is working, I'll make dinner. Or if I'm working, she'll make dinner. 
And the, this guy was flabbergasted that like <laughs> this they just Wom- like woman not in kitchen. Yeah, exactly. And this guy was Hooga just like it, like this guy was literally just like, well, we're a team, man. Like if like if I'm lacking, she picks up the slack. Or if I notice that like she needs help, I get my ass in there and I do what needs to be done. Mm. <laughs> and this guy was just like couldn't. He was trying to like debate him right mm-hmm. on online, and this guy was just like, "We're a team, dude. Like we're both trying to like get through it together. That's the whole point of fucking marriage." <laughs> so I mean, as a queer person, do I place value in gender roles? <sighs> I know they're there, and there's something like like they're so well established that we can't get rid of. But like, no to a certain extent you know what i mean yeah i mean i think it also depends how far in depth you want to get with mm-hmm. gender roles and like like some things this is a very hot take for twitter to handle but some things biologically managers better at than females and vice versa females are better at doing than males and that's why we've just ended up doing those roles in society yeah, but like, Which, I mean, do you think... those aren't really gender roles. I mean, those. Well, I guess it depends the context. But <sighs> see, those... it boils down to like, there are so many things that women just like weren't allowed to do. Where if would we still have that opinion on some things if women were allowed to do it in the first place? Like women in the military. Like for the longest time, women just couldn't join yeah, the military, there's... so everybody sees women, it as women... a man's job. Yeah, but men aren't better at the military than women. That's not a no, exactly. stereotype. That's not a saying. No, but it's like a gender role in the sense that, like, especially during times of war, that like men would go off to fight in the war and women would stay behind. But like nowadays, women can join the military too, and women See, can go to war. Men in the military is not a gender home. role, but getting people, forcing people to go to war, forcing men to go to war—that is a gender role. True, mandatory service. Yeah, right? mandatory service. Like, men is a gender yeah. role, which is you know stupid but anyways well no because it is just also kind of expected that men would join the military and women would stay behind like i'm talking about nowadays like in the current yeah climate so i mean change yeah i mean there's there's no biological reason for why no exactly i mean see that you're you're approaching it from a biological standpoint i'm approaching it from like a social standpoint yeah i mean like True, I guess. I mean, from a like a social standpoint, I guess there's not. I can't think of any examples off the top of my head that have any value. Um, like women in STEM in the first place is a problem. Yeah, definitely a big issue. Um, trying to think of something, <laughs> but yeah, most of those gender roles are have no bearing on reality and are kind of they shouldn't but they do yeah they like women being stubbed women stubbing their toes (laughs) women in stem being snubbed from their peers or like not being given credit where credit is due and like that's always been the case like look at fucking mary curry true yeah and it's women have always been disregarded in that kind of sense. And that's just because like mm, women don't do science. Women take care of house. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, like lots of that stuff. I'm glad that lots of that stuff is going to the wayside nowadays. Yeah. Like, maybe it's because I, I have very. I know what your stance is, and maybe it's, it's, no. I'm just gonna say, like, maybe I have very progressive parents, but like even my parents that are boomers, that that mentality's already been gone from everyone that I know that that is that age. Like the only people that still do the wife stays at home in the kitchen is my grandparents, and they were like pre World yeah. War Two. <laughs> World War One babies. Well, not pre World War One; they would be all dead. But like that <laughs> yeah. generation is probably the last generation that like solidly did it, like 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 firmly did that kind of thing. Yeah. But now it's more. I mean, it's, it's I, my I grandparents. Yeah. Like, I don't think you see yeah. it as often anymore. I mean, I'm sure it still happens, obviously, like in other parts of the world, but definitely not here in North America. There's definitely more of a. I mean, it still ex- like we can still see remnants of it. Oh, definitely, definitely. for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it is improving. But like, do we place value in that? I mean, I think like women can do whatever they want, men can do whatever they want. Like, uh, the, well, I mean, here's kind of like a, a hot button one: is like men who have children, and like I've seen stories on Reddit of like, um men taking care of their children and then people coming up to them and being like oh are you babysitting today and it's just like well no i'm parenting my child like just because i'm the father doesn't mean that i'm babysitting like this child is equally my responsibility right and so people still have the expectations of like haha man do nothing in regard to child like women rear the children but like that's just it's simply not the case but people still have that expectation in their brain. True, yeah. And then, like, I remember seeing at the peak of COVID, like, uh, an article, professors in academia, uh, females were, like, disproportionately harmed by COVID and staying at home because they they weren't able to do as much research and publications and stuff because they were tending for their kids more. Yeah. And, I mean, when I see stuff like that, I don't think that's... You can't blame the gender roles for that. I think that we're at a point in society where if you're a woman in academia and you're stuck at home because of COVID and you're stuck taking care of the kids, that's more a reflection of your shitty relationship than anything else, right? Like, like yes n- and no. There's no one. If you're with a guy that's forcing those gender roles upon you, then why are you there in the first place, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, nowadays, there's more leniency to escape, right? Like, no one's going to say, oh, you should go in the kitchen, right? You should belong- you go you should go back in the kitchen make me a sandwich. Well, people will say that, but, like, <laughs> not the general population. Most majority of people are for not against yeah. women working in the workplace. It's just I mean, look sh- at the, the suffrage movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of, like, women being allowed to work. Like, women have those rights now. Whereas, like, before, it wasn't just social, it was, like, uh, it was, like, law that, like, women couldn't yeah, vote or do anything like that, like, right? Like, we are making waves in that sense, but socially, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is... I mean, we could probably talk about this for hours, but um, do what you want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, basically, do what you want. I think the only pro 
I can think of, and this is just being kind of devil's advocate a little bit, to gender roles is that it just allows society to be structured and organized because, you know, us humans, we love being organized and having some kind of hierarchy and having everyone labeled as something and something and something and being able to do X, Y, Z and stuff yeah. like that. People don't, humans don't like, not chaos, but like when something isn't like, like a recipe, like nothing's set in stone, like in yeah. detail. And that's the only pro I can think of. But like, again, it doesn't mean it should exist. I mean, you can still have that structure For, without like, exactly. gender roles. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it was just For, the way like, to efficiency's have. sake. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, these were like instituted in place of like years ago where like uh, it has nothing to do with you or I, but like we're still feeling the effects of. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like the nuclear family and and just like that kind of expectations that were like, I I, I blame Reagan. Um, Reagan? Yeah. Ronald Reagan. I blame him for everything. Reagan? Reagan? Ronald Reagan. Reagan. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Ronald Reggie? It's not Ronald Reagan, is it? Yeah, it's Reagan. Ronald Reagan. It is not. Um. <laughs> How to pronounce his last name. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan. It's Reagan. I was right. Like Ray Gun, but without the U. <laughs> oh well uh, alright thank you that's that bye bye everybody <laughs> <laughs> take us out Matt you can take us out uh, thanks for tuning in uh, don't forget to send in your questions comments there on, is a um, cock on my screen what? hello sorry uh, <laughs> sorry what on our socials it's um, just a statue Facebook. of a cock on my screen YouTube, Gender Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> and mildlyignorantpodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in. Isaiah's going to deal with this cock on his screen. <laughs> I closed it already. All right. No, that liberal stuff on my screen. Liberal cock. All right. Bye, <laughs> bye everyone. Bye.